You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, episode 98, to begin to communicate to your target population in a way that sings to them. And how do you know that it sings to them? You ask them, you ask them, what are their needs? What are the particular questions that they'd like to have answered? What are the things that keep them awake at night? And how can you begin to answer those questions for them? Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, executive and mentor coach and coach educator. I'm super excited to have you join us today. I have decided to fly solo this week because as much as I absolutely love bringing guests to you who share their expertise and their experiences and the different specialties that they have to all to help us grow and learn. I also really enjoy having an occasional show where we can explore something together, just you and me, where I can bring some learning that I've had or my perspective about something or some element that I just want to be able to have that discussion with us. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to continue to do my interviews. As a matter of fact, I've got some incredible shows already lined up, already taped and ready to go. But I just was in the mood to touch base with you today and share some thoughts I have about how building clarity can help us build confidence. Now, it's been a great day already. I've been getting up super early and walking the puppy before it gets too hot here in Texas. So we have our morning walks. He is all over the place. He's definitely a shiny object kind of puppy. Every walker, every runner, every bicycle and car is somewhere he feels like he needs to be. So I get a upper body workout as I'm walking him along as well, because keeping him with me has been a fun challenge. He is growing daily. I think he's about 40 pounds now and very, very strong. So I hope that each of you are having an enjoyable day as well and focused and energetic and ready to dive into our discussion about increasing our clarity to build our confidence. So we've got five different things that I'm going to talk about that in my experience, we need to create clarity around to be more successful and to ultimately also quiet that gremlin voice, quiet that self-doubt we can sometimes have, and really build our confidence instead. So the very first thing that I think that we need to 
be certain that we're continually staying clear about and gaining additional clarity and understanding about is what are our own unique strengths and value proposition. What do we as a coach bring to our business, to our clients, to the world of coaching? We tend to come into coaching from other professions and other areas that that created an income for us, whether we, or maybe not, maybe we were full-time parents or worked in corporate life or were therapists. Many of us come from different experience levels that have created our own unique value proposition. So what can you do to capture the different experiences that you've had that differentiate you from other coaches, that differentiate you in a way that you can uniquely speak to your client base. The other area around this is being able to leverage our strengths. And in order to leverage our strengths, we need to get some clarity around what those strengths are. Now, The truth is we've talked about this several different times over the past two years in the, in the show. And there's two particular episodes that I would highlight as key in this element of getting clarity around what you uniquely bring to the table so that you can leverage that. One of the episodes was with Master Certified Coach Ben Dooley in episode 88, where he talked about how to create clarity around how other people perceive you through finding five words. And I'm not going to say any more about that. If you haven't seen that episode or haven't listened to that episode, we'll put a link to it in the show notes for this show. But that is a great listen to that place of increased clarity around your uniqueness and the strengths that you bring in your interactions with others. The other episode that I would highlight is episode 77, where Brent O'Bannon joined the show to talk very specifically about how we leverage our strengths in the marketing of our practices, and we use those strengths to attract clients to us. So as we think about increased clarity that's going to build our confidence, we want to be able to leverage our strengths and our experiences for our own unique value proposition. The second thing that I'm going to encourage us all to get additional clarity around is who should you trust? Where can you get your information? Truth be known, there are many industry leaders within the field of coaching. And they have their own unique ways of doing things. But the truth is, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. If we think, where do I even begin? What does it look like? And particularly for those of you who might be in a place of, okay, I have 
decided I want to be a coach. Maybe I'm in coach training right now. Maybe I've just completed coach training. Maybe I completed coach training five years ago, but I've been working another job and I haven't leveraged my coaching. And I really want to be able to do that. But where do I even begin? I would encourage you to begin to explore industry leaders that you might be able to learn from through their websites and their blogs, through watching their YouTube videos or their social media posts and the ways that they leverage social media. Not to steal ideas or to take ideas directly from these mentors, but to learn from how they have built their businesses, from the messages that they put out there to begin to think about what here works for me and how can I learn from what other people are doing and yet make it uniquely my own. It is, you know, the world is at our fingertips. This is 2018. We have the internet in front of us and Google is an incredible search engine to help us determine we want to learn more about executive coaching. Who pops up for executive coaching? You want to learn about relationship coaching? The same thing. Whatever you whatever you think that you might want to explore, who are the mentors and the industry leaders that you can perhaps learn from? Now, many times people will say to me, Meg, who do you learn from? What podcasts do you listen to? What books do you read? What blogs do you follow? So I thought I would throw out three mentors that I'm currently following. Now, all three of these mentors are really around sort of marketing and creating a presence in online, really in online, online and how to reach additional clients But there's also uh, mentors that I have that I've worked one-on-one with or that that around skill development and those things. But the three that I'm going to share with you are my current, one of my current most favorite podcasts is Amy Porterfield's podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. It is an incredibly helpful podcast. I like the way that Amy teaches And I've learned so much from her podcast, from her website, and actually that has led me to purchase several programs from her. But even if I didn't purchase those programs from her, I've learned so much from the free content she's put forward. The same is for Jeff Walker, who specializes in launching products, and Brendan Burchard, who has a plethora of videos and free content that you can learn from. And that's what I think is similar about each one of these mentors that I follow. They put out incredible free content so that when you choose to buy from them, you're getting that much more. And I'm not necessarily encouraging you to buy from anyone. What I'm saying is that when you're trying to decide where do I begin or how do I build, who are the mentors that you can begin to follow and learn from in this big world 
that is full of really dynamic people who many times are sharing, sharing, and sharing some more. Now, I will say that I've gotten better at picking my mentors and picking who I invest in, both my time and my resources, the longer I've been in business. When I was initially transitioning from therapy into coaching, I think I made some bad decisions. And as I look back on it, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? At the time, I was I had a full therapy practice and I wanted to transition into coaching. I had to, you know, have faith that I would be able to build up coaching clients as I stopped taking new therapy clients. I let go of my managed care contracts. I mean, I was making some decisions about letting go of therapy. And I think now in looking back, I made some investments in things, some programs and some different ways to build my business that in retrospect, I think I was trying to have a quick fix. I was trying to find something that would help me do it quickly rather than maybe authentic to who I was. And as can be expected, when you do something as a quick fix, I don't think that you get the kinds of results as if it's something that really resonates with you, that it really feels right to you. And one of the things that has become incredibly apparent to me is that the people who have a lot to offer, also offer a lot free. And you can kind of learn about them and get benefit from them before you ever even invest with them. Now, one of the things I will say is that my motivation for creating the podcast was to bring mentors and people that you can trust into your, you know, iPhone or your radio or your laptop, wherever you're listening to the podcast, that hopefully you're getting different mentors each and every week that you can learn from and apply that learning as you move forward. So that's all very much a part of where do I begin? We'll begin with learning and learning from whether it's people here on this podcast or different mentors that you might be able to connect with across the industry. So we've got clarity around what are my strengths and my unique experiences that create my own special value proposition. And then who should I trust or where do I begin? And maybe I begin by finding some mentors and some people that I can learn from and then create my own unique message to determine what might I want my website to look like? How do I want to show up on social media? How do I uniquely present myself through my business? The third thing that I'm going to encourage us all to think about getting clarity is how do I get clear about who I want to work with? Now, some of us come into coaching very specific already about the client population that we want to work with. And some of you have been working with your client population for years, and that is exactly who you want to work with. For those of you who are trying to figure out who is my ideal client population, I would encourage you to maybe at first 
work with a variety of different kinds of clients. Be open to exploring and seeing, you know, whether you like working with both men and women, whether you want to work with teens or the geriatric population, whether you have a particular program or you want to work with your clients around a particular skill set. At first, if you're not clear who you want to work with, don't try to narrow yourself down before you gain clarity. And then once you've worked with some people, as you get clarity about who do I want to continue to work with, I would encourage you to think about, now that I've worked with all these different people, who did I most enjoy working with? Who did I tend to get the best results with? Who do I feel energetic and excited to work with? Coaching is a chemistry occupation in some ways. I mean, we have to have a chemistry with our clients and be motivated and excited to work with a particular population. So as you get clarity about who should I work with, you might need to take time to explore that. Now, sometimes I also hear, well, I could work with anybody. You can coach anybody. The process of coaching works regardless. And that's very true. And the reason I recommend you get some clarity around a specific population is that when it comes to marketing and creating a buzz around what you do and attracting particular clients to you in general, to really build that pipeline, to really become known in a particular industry, you have to have a particular industry. In general, people want to work with somebody who they believe completely understands them, that your website, that your social media posts, that your blog posts, whatever it is, speak to them and understand them and speak to their pain points. Therefore, while it's great to begin with exploring any number of populations, ultimately you're going to move to a place of creating some clarity around the specific population that you work with so that you can speak to their needs, share your successes with them, and help them understand that for this particular issue or these particular needs, you're the coach that meets those needs. So then for the fourth thing that we want to get clear about, how do I continue to build my reputation, my credibility within my target population? So we have created some clarity around who we'd like to work with. We've gotten an idea of the results that our work brings when we partner with clients. And with that, we begin to build on our successes. Think about what are the processes that I tend to use when I work with my clients? Are there any particular flow that tends to happen each time I work with a client? What are the systems that I've set up? How do I get clear about 
how I work with my clients to be able to present that in such a way that it makes logical sense to my clients that I'm not coach speaking to them. So many times I hear coaches say, we ask questions and reflect back and we hold the space for you to be safe. And while all of that is very true, I don't know that that speaks to clients and attracts clients the way that we would like it to. What I would recommend that as you get clear about who you like to work with, you begin to ask your clients, what was it about the process that we went through together that was helpful to you? What did you gain from this experience that if you were to describe it to somebody else, you would say what was beneficial about this coaching for you? Speak in the language of your clients about the results and where your work takes you together. When we speak in the language of our clients, it attracts other like-minded clients to that. So create clarity around your processes, your systems, and the results that you get so that you can then clearly express that to other people. And that's going to reduce your lack of confidence around how do I express what it is that I do. I consistently hear from coaches, I don't like having to describe what I do or when I network I don't even know how to say what it is that I do. Well, a little footnote about that whole concept of networking. First of all, it's my belief that when we're out there networking, we're not talking all about ourselves nonstop. We're actually there to build relationships. And I am as curious about the people that I network with as I am about my clients. I just want to know more about them. But they might very well want to know about you as well. And when they do, it is great if you have some language that you can use in that exchange that comes from the words of your clients. So get clarity about the success that you've built with your clients. And then the fifth step that I want to talk about today around Getting clarity to increased confidence is how do I then continue to build my credibility and my reputation in my community? How do I build my tribe? And I think that you do that by building on the four things that we've already talked about today. As you think about your strengths and the things that the mentors that you work with do. And you get clear about the people that you're trying to get the message to and what your successes look like. You can then find a way to begin to communicate to your target population in a way that sings to them. And how do you know that it sings to them? You ask them, you ask them, what are their needs? What are the particular questions that they'd like to have answered? What are the things that keep them awake at night? And how can you begin to answer those questions for them 
what would be a fit for you? Is it maybe doing live video on Facebook or posting Instagram stories? Might it be writing a blog and answering some of those questions in a blog? Can you answer those questions and post them to YouTube and begin to create an audience and a following by consistently posting short videos to YouTube? Perhaps you build your audience through doing some timely and appropriate posts to LinkedIn or Facebook, answering some of those questions, responding to some of that need. There are a plethora of ways that you can get your message forward. And I think the key thing is, is that it needs to be something that's really a fit for you. Because if it's not a fit for you, you might not do it consistently. And truthfully, whatever you do, you have to do it consistently. When I first started, I thought I would do a blog and I was bound and determined that I was going to do a blog like twice a week. I think I did three total blogs. I It just was not a fit for me. Now, obviously, doing a podcast was a better fit for me. I've done a podcast now every week for almost two years. We all have whatever works for us. I've got friends who do Facebook Live two, three times a week to connect with their audience and they show up whether other people show up or not. They're beginning to build a reputation that they're going to be on Facebook Live. If you're going to post videos, make a commitment to post a video once a week or whatever it is that you do. The key thing is that you do it consistently, that people begin to be able to count on the fact that you are going to have that content available every single week or every single Tuesday or every Saturday and Wednesday, whatever it is that you do, create a consistent flow so that people know, I'm going to learn from Susie every Wednesday and Saturday. I'm going, there's going to be a new Star Coach podcast every Wednesday. As you do that, you begin to build credibility within your community you begin to build a reputation, you begin to be a answer person for that particular population. And that is how you can build your confidence because as people look to you as being the go-to person in that industry, in that particular niche, then you can continue to get clear about the message that you're going to provide and do so consistently. So there you have it, five ways to build confidence through increased clarity. And I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that even if you have been in practice for a while, you might think about, am I reaching out to my audience as much? Am I creating consistent content for my audience? Do I have the kind of flow that I want to my business? How clear am I about the results that I bring and how I communicate those results? And that is going to be our show for today. I want to thank you for tuning in. It is always a pleasure to have you here. I encourage you to go to starcoachshow.com to sign up for our ongoing book giveaway, 
Our book this for this round is VUCA Tools for a VUCA World. That is written by Dr. Ann Deaton, who has guest on the show twice. And it's a fabulous book. You're going to want to put in for possibly winning it. And you do so by going to starcoachshow.com on the contact page, enter in your information and put giveaway in so that I know that you are signing up for the giveaway. If you're enjoying the show, I would so appreciate a rate and review on iTunes. Every review that we get increases the visibility of the show. And if you know somebody who could benefit from the show, please share the link with them. Next week, we have Coach Will Sharon joining us to talk about how to coach our clients around their dreams and the wisdom that dreams bring to problem solving. I can't wait to share that show with you. It's going to be fabulous. So until next week, this is Meg Rinchler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week.